Handle on the News. Handle on the News! He's the worst! He's already dying! Just leave him! Okay, get the will, cat! Okay, okay, I'll get the cat. And now, here's Bill Handle. KFI Handle here, and uh, good morning. Oh, Friday, uh, June 15th. And uh, quick hello, uh, there's Jennifer Jones-Lee. Hi, Handle. Hey, Wayne. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, good God. That hurt my ears. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, Alex. Good morning. Um, Morgan's arm. Good morning. You don't have. You do not have to wiggle your fingers, Morgan. It's a great picture on Instagram, by the way, that okay. you guys took yesterday. Because I can't see Morgan's arm. So yesterday okay. is the first time I got to see it right on then, your Instagram page. And then uh, John Ramirez, Catholic boy. Okay. Engineer. Mm. Yeah. Now I'm just saying okay. it to bug you, yeah. Handel. A Catholic engineer. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, uh, oh, I have an Instagram. I have a video that I have to put up of Marjorie uh, going to Costco. And I'm videoing uh, her. She's with this gal, Amy. And I, I said, okay, Marjorie, let's do some shtick. Uh, Amy, pretend you know her and like she's coming in and you're best friends. And they both looked at me and said, of course we are. They hug each other every time Marjorie walks into the place. <laughs> Wait, the, the Amy lady works at Costco? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Marjorie's always hugging her. Uh, there is no surprise to me that Marjorie makes friends everywhere she is. Yeah, that's true. true. She it's does. True. We, uh, yesterday we uh, were at Costco. <laughs> what a shocker. And uh, we're, uh, so we sit down, we have a, a lunch thing because, you know, they have wonderful hot dogs and drink for a buck fifty. And we're sitting down and some guy sits, uh, sits down while I'm getting uh, a drink, sits down uh, next to us. By the time I come back, full conversation, full conversation going, I go, for God's sake. So Marjorie, Marjorie, uh, Bill, this is Jeff. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Hi, Jeff. How are you? And pleased to see you. All right. <laughs> Uh, before we get into it, how many promos do we have, Alex, today? Oh. Uh, let's see. You have Free Movie Friday. You've got Law Day. You've got uh, Conway's Big Guest Tonight. You've got Gary and Shannon's News and Brews. Uh, what else? Let's see. I can uh, add my, more. My Disney thing. Your Disney thing? I'm, Disney I'm so MC? sorry. Did you say Law Day? Yes, Law okay. Day. Yeah, Law Day. Uh, my favorite one is uh, uh, tonight on the Conway Show at 6 o'clock. Ready for this? Singer Rebecca Black. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Could be the best video and song in the history of video and song. If Michael Jackson were alive today, he would say, oh, that's so much better than my Thriller video. <laughs> you know, she did also make a song about Saturday. Yeah, that didn't work Thank out. Which God. nobody seems to care about. Mm. Okay, so we have so much. We'll start with uh, Law Day tomorrow from uh, 9 to 2 at the Bowers Museum in uh, Santa Ana. 100 legal experts from HandleOnTheLaw.com. Every year we do this. Great fun. Free legal advice in virtually every field. I'll be broadcasting the uh, legal show from 9 to 11. Free seminars, win prizes. Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day brought to you by the Bowers Museum. During Law Day, get a $5 discount to visit all of the exhibits at the Bowers uh, tomorrow from uh, 9 to 2. Also, I've got to tell you, uh, the prizes they're giving away this year, 
you know, we always mention prizes. Uh, like every half hour, every 40 minutes, we give prizes. And usually it's, you know, a jar of mayonnaise uh, <laughs> or it, uh, it's something, you know, some kind of door prize, uh, an autographed picture of one of our weekend people. Yeah, just really solid stuff. Uh, are, are you ready for this? The grand, grand prize, Sunlux, a five-kilowatt solar system, installed $21,000. Seriously? Whoa. Honest to God. Wow. That's grand. Fifty uh, second prize, 55-inch Sony TV. Third prize, an iPad. Fourth to sixth, three Nest thermostats. Uh, thermostats. Seventh through 20th, 14 Google Home Minis. Wow. And a jar of mayonnaise. Mm. But full fat mayonnaise, real mayonnaise, wow. none of that light crap. Um, okay. All right, so there's that, and there's a bunch of other promos we're going to do. But first... Today is probably the heaviest promo day in the history of this show. At least we don't have a contest going That's as well. right. That's the only sure. thing that's missing. The only thing that's missing is our contest. Are you going to, with all of the promo-heavy things, are you also going to find any time to plug voting for George Norrie and Ellen Kay for the Radio Hall of Fame? Gotta, or do yeah, they no, get kicked dang. to the curb No, today no, we've got to do that, too. there's too much stuff. No, no, we've got to do that, too. We have to do it all. We also got the iHeart Festival. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. Oh, that's right. That's another thing. Oh, for God's sake. You can find it at JJLKFI. I've yeah. got a link. Oh, here's and here's another one uh, at the performing studio across the street. Uh, uh, you know who's going to be performing? Panic at the Disco. <gasps> Seriously? Yeah, you can't get in. Uh, I was going to say, I love it's, that. It's, it's, invi- it's, only, it's invited, only invitees, oh. of which you're not one of them. But nope. uh, it's going to be pretty impressive. I love that. Yeah, well, you know. I know to, somebody who's going. Yeah, uh, talk to someone. Are They'll, you going? No. Oh. But someone very close to him is going. Yeah, my daughter, who is crazy <gasps> about Panic at the Disco. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's more important than you. <laughs> yes. Sir. Always. Okay, guys. Uh, let's. Oh, I, you know, real quickly before we get into handle on the uh, handle on the news, I was talking to Neil Saavedra the other day. Where he actually a couple of days ago we were having lunch, and I said, of the percentage of people that listen, how many people genuinely think I'm an a hole, as opposed to basically a nice guy who comes off as an a-hole. He said about 90%. You jackass. <laughs> so you're ten, the 10% that's left, you guys are idiots. Okay, let's do it, because guys. Because you never break character. Uh, okay, no. yeah, that fourth wall or third wall. Or... Oh, my God, this is like that Louis Bunwill movie where they keep trying to sit down and have dinner and they never get to sit down and have dinner. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Lead story. My name is James Comey. Yeah. The DOJ report, Inspector General came out, rips into Comey, rips into him. Uh, however, no political motivation, nothing illegal, just procedural stupid stuff uh, that he violated FBI uh, policies. That's it. What I think is hilarious is that uh, the president... Uh, has been screaming about how Comey dealt with the uh, emails, the Hillary Clinton emails. It was to help Trump. Everything that Comey did helped Trump. I find that fascinating. All right. And we'll do more about this uh, at uh, 7 o'clock with Aaron Katursky. All right. A three-day federal immigration operation sting ended up in 162 people getting arrested across SoCal. It's cold as ice to me. They say 90% of those arrested in L.A., Orange, San Bernardino, Riverside, Santa Barbara, Ventura, 
had some sort of criminal conviction. I mean, there was a rapist in there. There was some guy who had been convicted of voluntary manslaughter. Oh, crazy. I mean, you can't argue with this. No. This, uh, except there was one one of the 157 men and women were from the United, United Kingdom. From uh, He was a Brit. Yeah, and usually you don't think of Brits being yeah. illegal aliens. You know, certainly uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, that's a given. Colombia, Honduras, that's a given. Did you see the uh, the guy or gal from Romania they've got? Yeah, one from Romania. And the Brit was singing Beatles songs. And they knew, now, now we're going to catch you. All right, let's take a break, and then we're going to go through these stories really, really quick. Uh, this is, oh, we're going to start with a real good one coming back. Uh, <laughs> handle on the news. Uh, Jennifer. So All right, Handle here on a uh, Friday morning with the morning crew. A few announcements, obviously. First of all, it's Free Movie Friday with Adam Tickets. It's back. They're giving you a chance at Free Movie Tickets. Text them now. Reporter to Adam1, A-T-O-M-1, for your chance to win. It's the Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions from all of your phone, all from your phone, and skip the line. Standard date and text message rates uh, may apply. And uh, I understand, Morgan, that uh, today's the last day for your arm. It is, actually. That's why my fingers were wiggling. Oh, I see. All right, fair enough. And where, you, where, where are you off to? One of the other inferior shows, as Wayne says? Yeah, you know, I guess you start with the best, then you go down from there. Uh, I well think I'm going said. to Conway next week. Oh, that's okay. Conway yeah. is fun. <laughs> You'll have uh, fun. Yeah, wait till you get up to the FM stations. Uh, where That's fun. Get me a, a Coke. A girl can dream. Yeah, get me a Coke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Here's my dry cleaning uh, pick it up. You're going to have a good time there. Okay. Uh, we do it again, guys. Let's uh, more, more handle on the news. Uh, Wayne and uh, Jen and me. Well, Attorney General Jeff Sessions defending this new policy of separating families cited the premier source for immigration policy, the Bible. And specifically Apostle Paul, right? Right. And he, who Apostle Paul said, Jesus wants you to separate the families. That's what Jesus said. Uh, No, he says that in Romans 13, that Apostle Paul said you must obey the laws of the government because God has ordained the government for his purposes. Mm. He's doing God's work now. What, you know, what, same thing, Judaism. You go to you go to I any know. of the, you know, the same know. thing. We are you are within a nation of laws, and you have to follow the governmental laws, except for the IRS. You have to get around them as quickly as possible. <laughs> the LAPD has searched the home of the former USC gynecologist accused of sexually abusing patients. I lead a life of crime. Dirty deeds. Now, this is LAPD officer Mike Lopez. He says the warrants that were served were investigative only. Dr. Tyndall has not been arrested. Robert Homicide Division is still interviewing people who have contacted them and has not presented anything to the district attorney's office. Yeah, but well, that'll happen. you can't get a search warrant without, and they're under seal, which has me angry because I really want to see them. You can't get a search warrant without specifying a crime Evidence of which you believe is at the place you want to search. So oh, it's, it's true they haven't arrested him, it's but they already have an idea in right. mind of what they're going at. And I think it's just going to be a question of uh, time, except if he didn't keep a record of any of it. If he just did his shenanigans 
And uh, why why would he keep a record of what he did? What would he keep at his house? That's right. the, I don't did know. Did he take pictures? I mean, he did. I know one I, of the things they did say is that he would take photographs, photos, yes. which once in a while is appropriate, but most yeah. of the time is not. And maybe so maybe yep. that's what they were looking yeah. for. Yep. All right. Uh, oh. So, oh boy. Here's a guy that's uh, His gonna... name is Joshua Box. Oh, yes. And I, I don't make fun of the way people look. I do. As a rule, I, I know do. you do. He has a he really has an unfortunate face. He also has apparently an intractable predilection for child pornography. Uh. Can we possibly get his mugshot yeah. up somewhere? It's going on the Facebook page. Uh, it's on our Facebook he, page. Yeah. Anyway, he was convicted a couple of years ago for child pornography. He's been arrested for it again. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, and then this have- is his mugshot. Is I that just, is that a something on his nose? I yeah, mean, it's he has no, no nose. nose. He it's no nose. Now, uh, one of the things took him a while uh, because uh, he melted into the crowd. He Take really, a he, look at this picture. I, I, I'm assuming it's a medical, it's oh, some yeah. sort of yeah, medical it's, condition. Either, but, I mean, it's really, it's so unusual. It's, wow. Uh, yeah, so no, we'll it's, have that picture up soon. Yeah, Where are you going to put it? On Bill's it's, page? It's or? really, All right. really uh, disgusting. KFIM640.com keyword handle. Well, a stepmom in San Bernardino County has been accused of killing her oh. four-year-old stepson. Oh, come on. Not another one. Yeah. Yeah, she's pleading not guilty to murder and assault charges, but... Uh, Rosemary Schmidl was taken into custody on Tuesday, five days after her stepson, Benjamin, was reported unresponsive at a house on Rhineland Drive. They got him to the hospital. Apparently, he had a brain aneurysm, was in a coma, and on life support. Yeah, it's when you. Well, wait a minute. Here, here's the thing I don't understand. When you said he had a brain aneurysm, did he? Because she also set up a GoFundMe campaign. And his, or his family did. His family and that's did. that's apparently where it said he had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know exactly. And but so I wonder if the actual cause of death was something else because they're charging her with murder. And I don't know. Can you cause? Like, can I make you I have a brain that's aneurysm? That's what I wonder. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know the answer. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Uh, it's uh, everyone's a racist, no matter what. We're going to play uh, Avenue Q, right? Everyone's a little bit racist. Oh, we should do that coming in, incidentally, uh, from the musical. You know what a musical is, don't you, John? Hamilton? Uh, well, that's one. Okay. That's the only one he knows. Yeah, yeah. So let's do that. You know, coming up, uh, never, never mind. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Jennifer jo- Everyone's a little bit racist today. So everyone's a little bit racist. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's a little racist. Uh, Handle in the morning crew. More Handle on the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. And really quickly, tomorrow, what day? Uh, from 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts from HandleOnTheLaw.com. And it's free legal advice in virtually every field of the law. Free seminar, win prizes. And I mean serious prizes throughout the day. Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day. Brought to you by Cunning Dental. Loose or missing teeth. Call Cunning Dental for a free exam and CT scan. And they will be there tomorrow. Call 888-640-SMILE. Uh, tomorrow, the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Oh, also, the Instagram is up. Uh, and it's uh, a fun Instagram. And guess guess where we videoed it. Uh-huh. Costco. Yes. And guess who's in it? 
Uh, my, uh, Your yeah. wonderful wife, Marjorie, Yay. whom That's you do true. not deserve. That's so correct. Okay, uh, back we go. Handle on the news. So, uh, family staying at the Westin Hotel in Pasadena. They happen to be a black family. They're out by the pool. And a guy comes up and says, uh, I'm the health inspector. Did you take a shower before you got in that pool? Okay. Purely racist. Now, I want to point something out. Uh, prior to uh, this everybody is a racist no matter what movement, what would happen? First of all, it wouldn't be a story at all. Uh, it's just some jerk being a racist. It's just that simple. It's not, it doesn't happen. And then the uh, manager of the pool, whoever authority, would go up to him and say, do one of two things. Hey, knock it off or you're banned from the pool, or get out of here, you're banned from the pool, and it would never make a story. Because it's one guy being a jerk in Pasadena. That's it. He's also pretending to be a health inspector, yeah, so which, to be clear, he was not. Yeah, it's... it's and, the, it's, and the manager of the hotel did, you know, tell him he was being inappropriate. Yeah. Or I guess an employee said you're being inappropriate. The manager came over and said, get out of yeah, here to the guy. He needs... He needs to be banned, though, from all Westons. They need to ban this and guy. I'm not and even, know who and he I'm is. not even arguing that. All I'm saying is one guy being a jerk, it's a story. Why? Because it's a story accusing someone of being racist, who he is. And it's just so, uh, you know, if it's it's the Me Too movement, it's everybody's a racist, uh, it's... It's driving me nuts. Oh, well, then you're going to love the next story. I was going to say, let's just keep on this then. Yep. Seven women, Muslim women, who were taken out of a cafe in Laguna Beach have reached a settlement with the cafe. I still wrap my hijab. Wrap my yeah, this is a bigger story. Uh, and uh, the restaurant, uh, and I love this, uh, part of their settlement is diversity training for its employees. All right. Uh, they claimed uh, they were forced to leave the restaurant in 2016 because they were Muslim, and it looks like that's exactly what happened. Mm. Uh, the cafe agreed to clarify its seating policy. It had to get rid of the, there's the Muslim section. Uh, you can only sit there. That's off the table now, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, but there's way more to this because these ladies had supposedly taken three tables, pushed them all together, and then sat at them for more than 45 minutes without ordering anything. See that? Remember, this yeah. was pre-Philadelphia Starbucks, and this place had a policy that you can't be at a table no. for f- more than 45 right. minutes without ordering anything. Then they said, well, can you just use one table? And they said, no. Well, would you go inside? And they said, no. And finally, the the couple that owns this place, he is Jewish. The wife is Muslim. She's the one who said we need to call the police. A Muslim called the police on the Muslims. How is that anti-Muslim? Right. Well, uh, the accusation is that they were tossed out, so I take that back because I wasn't aware of all those facts. Uh, It's an accusation of racism. It makes the news, and the cafe had to settle, or it did. It chose to settle. Was the settlement, though, monetary? We don't know. I don't see anything about that. Right. This does not say they got any money. I don't know if they did or not. They may have gotten free coffee uh, for a very long time. Well, Actually, the, everybody's, yeah. by the way, how anti-Muslim is this? Everybody's getting free coffee and desserts. Oh, and other drinks, too, um, tomorrow in celebration of the end of of Ramadan right. from this place. How cool is that? And all you have to do is wear a hijab. And uh, you get it. 
Well, the brother of the Parkland shooter has launched uh, a public service campaign, but it's not about gun violence. Hey, brother. Zachary Cruz, who had his own troubles uh, trespassing at schools after the shooting, uh, he has started an anti-bullying campaign called We Isolate No One because, of course, you see it's all our fault that his brother shot up the school because he was bullied, so the problem is bullying. Now, I'm going to take the other tack. No, no, I do understand it's an issue. Oh, it's a huge issue. Bullying is a huge He's issue. He's the wrong guy. Exactly. That's what I, that was the next comment, was really you, although he has some backing. Uh, he's yeah. got a couple of groups that are backing him up. So I have mixed feelings about this, and that is, uh, come on, you – uh, on the other hand, uh, bullying is an issue we have to deal with because it is not dealt with enough. It, but not one, be not because once in a blue moon oh, a no, kid no, not shoots up that. a school. Only That's be, not yeah. why. Only because it's of the because trauma. more often than that, a kid hangs himself yeah. in the closet in their bedroom over it. Yeah, and, and, the, and the trauma that it causes. Uh, this reminds me of uh, what the folks at MAD did, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And what they took is something that wasn't considered serious. Drunk driving, someone died, slap on the wrist. It was considered more of an accident. And they changed the entire narrative to say this is far more than that. This is serious. This is manslaughter. People now go to jail for years for that. I think hopefully the same thing is going to happen with bullying, where it's going to be taken far, far more seriously than it is now. Oh, kids will be kids. No. No, not when it comes to bullying. That's not true. Take a break. Coming back. Handle here on a Friday. Yep. Uh, One more day. Well, tomorrow, Law Day at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Also, two uh, Instagrams are up. Right? Do we have them both up? Uh, one, uh, my Costco episode. Uh, the other one's not up yet. It's right, the other uploading. One, okay, the other one's uploading, and yeah. it is uh, my ham and cheese on a baguette episode. Yeah, we did a scientific study. We certainly did of uh, my Costco baguette. All right. Uh, actually, both of them involve Costco. If you think about it, there is a causal connection. All right. Uh, let's finish up handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Just when I thought we were all friends, now we've got malicious cyber activity, possibly by North Korea. No, uh, that's fake news. Just ask the president. Oh, oh, okay. He trusts Kim Jong Un. He forgot to ask him to stop the cyber oh, stuff. That's true. He probably got on Air Force One and went, ah, oh, I forgot to ask and, him And Kim that. Jong-un would say, of course I'm going to stop it. No problem. Yes. Okay. Well. Yes. Did, oh, did you hear that too? I did. Some, um, it's uh, Wayne. Uh, it's it's the video. That, oh, that's oh. my video. Thing, and even with the ringer switch yeah. turned off, uh, that video plays audio. Okay. okay. Anyway, Our- Homeland Security says it has identified oh. malicious cyber activity by the North Korean government. Yeah. And this is, I think, the 11th time or something since June of last year that we've had some sort of issue with cyber activity yeah. by the North on us. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, although this hasn't been... Formally announced, according to one of those pesky unnamed sources with knowledge of the situation, President Trump may announce as early as today 
Tariffs on $50 billion worth of Chinese goods. My next stop is China. Now, this is an example of the president with his bluster and everything he says and the anti-Trump is saying, see, 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 what a horrible human being. In the meantime, uh, he goes ahead and throws the tariffs on, much like the sanctions against Russia keep on going, much like the sanctions against North Korea keep on going, and now the sanctions against China, $50 billion, and Good for him. And they're official, by the way. Yeah, good. They just got announced. Yeah, good ah, for him. Right. It's one of the, oh, you can't have trade wars. But how soon? Because China already said, if he does that, oh, we're yeah, going to do be, it right back at be, you for $50 billion. How long do you take the Chinese screwing us over? How long do you do that? And we're not talking about a small amount of they're screwing us over. Massive espionage. Massive violation of trademark. Massive counterfeiting. Uh, it's enough enough so i uh, i think the president is on the right track on this one also official is the at&t time warner deal Come together. now this is an interesting one it took two days yep so usually these take months and months so tell me that they weren't all prepared and then just pull the trigger done now what i think is interesting too is the justice department even though the acquisition is complete could still appeal the judge's ruling in the case. I, it's Yeah, it may or may not happen. Uh, it's so much harder to undo yeah. the thing than to block the thing from happening, though. Uh-oh. Do you like uh, Kellogg's Honey Smacks? You might like them a little bit less right now. Kellogg's Honey Smacks, way! Center for Disease Control and Prevention said a salmonella outbreak has been linked to Kellogg's Honey Smacks cereal, including uh, here in California. Uh-oh. Why would anybody buy that? Because it's right on the back, Honey Smacks with Salmonella. I mean, it's written right there. I mean, come on. I've never noticed that. Well, it's... <laughs> I got to pay more attention. I think the argument is going to be the, the Fed's going to come back and say those have to be in bigger letters because it's too easy to miss. Well, so throw it away if you have any. We've got two cases of West Nile in Riverside County. I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. Wow. Wow. Excellent. Now, technically, this is correct because Southern California is west of the Nile. Oh. Well, the globe is round, though, so it's also east of the Nile. (laughs) This is a... Isn't it? Probably. (laughs) A 74-year-old woman from Riverside, a 50-year-old man from Eastvale, the first human cases of West Nile in Riverside County this year. And uh, most people don't even know they have it. Mm-mm. It's uh, We could all have it and just no symptom, symptoms show. But and it's, I'm willing to bet that far, far, far more people die of the flu than ever die of the West Nile. And mm. when people die of the flu, can you imagine if, if which is a much deadlier virus, uh, uh, we've just reported two cases of the flu. Well, and when you get West Nile, they say if you do have symptoms, it's flu-like symptoms. Flu-like, but not the, uh, yeah, okay, the flu. I mean, I can get into that. I wish I had Dr. Jim here to call me an idiot. <laughs> he's handsome, he's a bit overweight, and he'd like to come live with you. It's Chubbs the Cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. <laughs> he's Bill Handel. Uh, Chubbs the Cat was found on the streets of Pasadena. He is one of the very heaviest cats on record at the Pasadena Humane Society. You know, the inflection means everything with that phrase. He's one of the heaviest cats on record. 
He's yeah. one of the heaviest cats yeah. on record. Yeah, 29 pounds. Oh, he's a that's, handsome that's, boy. That's a big cat. So, uh, Jen, are you going to maybe meet Chubbs? Possibly yeah. next week if he's still around. He I won't know. be. He won't be. He's going to be snatched up. Just yeah. mentioning him in a news, uh, either us or TV, which will carry it. Gone. Yeah, he's up the, on the uh, KFI website, yeah. uh, KFIM640.com, keyword wake-up call. His picture's there. The owners have until Sunday to come and get him because I think they put like a five-day hold or 10-day hold. I can't remember. Anyway, they don't show up on Sunday. Boom, he's up for grabs. All right, we're done. Coming up, uh, Aaron Katursky, ABC News, on uh, the Internal Department of Justice report. Uh, the Inspector General, huge news came out yesterday. No surprises, but of course, lots of political fallout. This is KFI AM 640. KFI Handle here on a Friday. Tomorrow, Law Day 2018 at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana, 9 to 2 o'clock. Over 100 legal experts from handleonthelaw.com. Free legal advice, good legal advice uh, in virtually every field of law. Free seminars, win at big, I mean, phenomenal prices throughout the day. Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day, sponsored by the People's Attorney of Southern California, Sweet James Bergen, or go to SweetJames.com. And, of course, he'll be there uh, tomorrow from 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Well, the Department of Justice, uh, the Inspector General, came out with uh, the report. It took it was about a, a year in the making, uh, millions of documents looked at, and this was the investigation of James Comey and how he handled a Clinton email probe. And ABC's Aaron Katursky is with us uh, reporting on this. Aaron, good morning. Hey, Bill, good morning. Yes, uh, it, no surprises here, were there? Uh, no, I, I think that's a good point. There weren't very many surprises, and in large part, there's really only one finding, and that is that James Comey was insubordinate and made a serious error of judgment when he publicized the Hillary Clinton email investigation back in June of 2016 in outlining the decision not to file charges. That went against long-standing FBI policy. And then again in October of 2016, when he announced the decision to reopen the investigation on the eve of the election. Yeah, which uh, was, uh, first of all, uh, how could it not have affected the election? And he said it didn't. And I find it fascinating that the Trump folks were screaming about Comey and how the investigation was going uh, with the Clinton emails. And all of that only helped Trump. Every well, the, bit of it helped Trump. That's right. And and at the time, he said, you know, I've been screaming about Comey. Now I kind of like the guy. And it was kind of a funny aside. But the, the, the president has found plenty of ammunition in his bid to undercut the FBI and the Justice Department and the special counsel probe uh, in, in certain text messages and, and in the IG report and, and, and some other, you know, lapses in judgment that the report cited. But... You know, by and large, it undercuts his main narrative that there was some deep state out to get him. In fact, the only finding in the report is about Comey, and arguably it hurt Hillary Clinton and and, and had nothing to do with Donald Trump. Yeah, a couple of things, uh, and that is uh, the, uh, the allegation, in this case the report, that uh, Comey was insubordinate. He's director of the FBI at this point. 
How is he insubordinate? Because it's a question of insubordinate to your superiors. And uh, was he under any orders that he was insubordinate to? No. Uh, in, in fact, the inspector general says Comey just shouldn't have held the press conference he did without telling his bosses at the Justice Department that he was going to recommend Clinton should not be charged in the email probe. He did not tell them what he was about to say, and in that, the inspector general said um, he was insubordinate. Uh, but, but ultimately, the, the inspector general took no issue with the ultimate conclusion, which was not to charge Clinton. Uh, that was made um, on sound principles by experienced prosecutors and, and Justice Department officials, and any political bias that, that may have been showed personally by certain individuals at the FBI did not show in their work. In other words, the decision not to charge Clinton was not politically motivated. Now, uh, the statement that he made, that press conference where, uh, as you said, he, uh, that uh, Kobe said that uh, there is no criminality here with this investigation on behalf on the part of Hillary Clinton, and then went on to talk about how sloppy she was and how she should have been more careful in handling the emails. Why would he say something like that that is purely political? Well, and 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 that comment where where he talked about Hillary Clinton being careless, the uh, the inspector general said violated a long-standing department practice of not criticizing suspects who are not charged. Uh, so the the inspector general took serious issue with what Comey said, and also found that Comey had used a personal email account to conduct unclassified FBI business. Um, and, and that was an irony not lost on Hillary Clinton. And then uh, the decision 11 days before the election saying that the FBI is going to reopen the Hillary Clinton emails based on Anthony Weiner's emails because of his connection to, of course, Abba Uba, uh, Abba Uba Abdin. Oh, I hate those names. Why could she just be Jane Smith, uh, who uh, was, uh, of course, uh, one of the uh, the chief aides to Hillary Clinton? It's sort of. I mean, you, there are some dots there. But what was he doing, saying we're opening it up when it turns out that there was nothing there? And that uh, the inspector general asks the same question: the decision to announce that he was reopening the Clinton probe eleven days before the election. Uh, the 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 IG said. Um, the Comey was rejecting a long-standing department policy of not making announcements yeah. close to the uh, to, to the end of election campaign. So c there's plenty of criticism for Comey. Comey stands by his decisions, which I don't understand. I, yeah, which I don't get how he can defend those decisions. He says, given what he knew at the time, they were the decisions that were best calculated to preserve the values of the institutions. Uh, clearly. The inspector general says uh, that those values were not uh, preserved in, in Comey's decisions. And in fact, he, he noted that the, the, the FBI's reputation uh, may have taken a hit. Although the current director, Christopher Wray, noted that there's nothing that impugns the integrity of the, of the FBI workforce as a whole, or the FBI as an institution, because the report focuses on a small number of people. All right. Uh, thanks, uh, Aaron. Greatly appreciated. Okay, Bill. All right. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, and reporting for KFI. Coming up next, uh, immigrant kids 
may be allowed to be detained with their parents. Uh, the government may be changing its view, switching 180 degrees on this one. Or is it 168 degrees? Maybe we did. I'm trying to figure out. What the, uh, let me look at the compass. It's 100, uh, uh, 173 degrees. We'll be back with that. I've been acting like how I'm up on the floor with your butt chicken shut the refrigerator. Maybe that's the reason I've been acting so cold. Candle here on a uh, Friday, uh, June 15th. Tomorrow is uh, Law Day at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Also, it's Free Movie Friday today with Adam Tickets. And they're giving you a chance at free movie tickets. You can text them now. uh, Text reporter to Adam1, A-T-O-M-1, for your chance to win. And this is the Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone. Skip the lines. uh, Standard date and text message rates may apply. All right. A lot of uh, backlash on uh, Jeff Sessions and the decision to separate children from their parents when their parents are arrested for illegally crossing the border with the kids. And it's always been, they've always done that. I mean, this is uh, the uh, government. uh, Yeah, it's it's policy. And the reason that uh, the kids are separated from their parents is the law. And that's exactly what Jeff Sessions said. I would cite you to Apostle Paul and his clear and wise command in Romans 13 to obey the laws of the government because God has ordained the government for his purposes. And there's one or two people that have taken offense at that one, like the Catholic Church, saying, excuse me, what the hell are you using? What are you doing? Jesus doesn't want you to do this. Uh, The Catholic Church, of course, is, I mean, totally opposed to separating kids from their parents. And uh, Sessions comes back with, look at Romans 13. You have to follow the law. So uh, we start with the fact that it really is the law. And that's predicated on, I think, a 1997 case and a settlement in which you have uh, kids cannot be put in a federal prison with their parents. They have to be separated out. Kids cannot be put in a federal detention center, period. So it's a little bit wonky, and that is if it's a civil issue, they'll keep the kids together, but if they're criminally charged and put into a federal facility, then the kids have to be separated by law. But uh, there are some exceptions, and the government can, in fact, make an attempt to keep the kids together. And this is where Jeff Sessions went squirrely on that particular policy. And he said, we're following the letter of the law. We're separating those kids. There will be zero tolerance. And now even the Republicans uh, have come together because of uh, the public backlash has been just enormous on this. I mean, separating families, uh, for many people, that's beyond the pale. I mean, even if it is the law, it does seem cruel, doesn't it? Certainly appears to that. I mean, separating kids from mom and dad, especially six years old, eight years old, mommy, daddy, and then they're being taken away. Uh, you know, as much as I am for following the law, I got to tell you, uh, the first thing I would look at and say, is there any way around this? I mean, do you really have to separate these kids 
We've got to find a way. Well, that's exactly what Congress is doing. Republicans are have gotten together, and there is a draft proposal of saying we will not separate the kids, even though the administration, that's their policy now. And I'll tell you what, uh, or will tell you what, we will uh, propose some legislation that says we're not going to separate uh, these children, and this is what we are going to get, uh, what we want uh, from you and what we'll give you. We'll give you $25 billion for the wall, which in and of itself is just a touch controversial. And you give us the non-detention and separation of the families, and you give us a real path for the dreamers. Not only to stop the deportation, which is what the Obama administration did, the DREAMer legislation, uh, DACA, only stopped the deportation, didn't change the status of any of these people. They're still illegal, but they're allowed to stay in the United States, they're allowed to work, and they have been protected from deportation. But that lasts only two years. Every two years, that has to be reintroduced. President Trump stopped it. And so now people that fell under the DACA program are illegal aliens and subject to deportation. I mean, they've always been illegal aliens, but now they're subject to deportation and can't work. But it's not been enforced one iota. Because, again, this is the president saying one thing and, in fact, doing another. So all the rules of DACA are still in place. So the procedures of DACA are still in place, even though DACA doesn't exist anymore. And so the Republicans are saying, I'll tell you what, uh, or you, you give you give Congress uh, DACA protections and a road uh, path to citizenship, and you get the wall, and you don't separate families. Now, the problem is that if the law is the law, so I guess they just change the law, but how do you keep families together in a federal prison? Now, there are already detention centers out there in which uh, I think the biggest one has 3,300 kids. And if you're talking about not separating uh, these folks that uh, cross the border, I'll tell you the first thing I would do if I'm a prisoner in a federal uh, prison and I have a family, I'd sue, keep my family together. First thing, right? Denial of due process. If they get to keep their families together, why can't I? And so uh, there's a lot to this. Always uh, one policy begets another policy and you've got unintended consequences. It's always a lot more complicated and a lot wonkier than this. So what's going to happen as a result of this? doesn't matter which way it's going to go other than I don't think you're going to see the families separated. They're going to figure out a way because it's just too much backlash. Just It's that simple. It's, it's too outrageous for the American people to stomach. Just a visual. Can you imagine the uh, folks that are uh, anti-separating the families? The videos of children being dragged away screaming for mom and dad. Oh, tell me that's not going to uh, irk people just a bit, right? All right, uh, coming up, uh, a new law on how to teach abortion. That's taken place here in California. It just kicked in, incidentally. And 
someone who appears to have violated that law. Really? <laughs> Wait till I tell you about this one. This is uh, KFI AM. KFI handle here on a uh, Friday. Tomorrow's Law Day at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. I'm telling you a lot about this because I, I get pretty excited every year. Uh, it's uh, more and more fun. Well, that's not true, but it is fun. 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Uh, over 100 legal experts in 28 areas of the law. I just counted them up. And that's all free advice. Uh, I will be broadcasting the legal show from 9 to 11. Free seminars, prizes, big prizes throughout the day, uh, including uh, Sunlux offering a 5-kilowatt solar system installed, $21,000, giving it away. Attend free seminars and the prizes. Just log on to KFIAM640.com, the keyword law day. All right. Now, a new law in uh, California actually just kicked in. Uh, It was enacted in 2016. And uh, it is um, now, uh, it was the 2017-2018 school year where it, in fact, was implemented. And it's real simple that it requires school districts throughout California to ensure that all students in grades 7 through 12 receive comprehensive sexual health education, including information about abortion. The information presented in class must be medically accurate and objective. Parents have to be notified of the curriculum in advance. Uh, They have the option of excusing their kids from all or part of the classes. And uh, that's okay. That's pretty out there. In other words, you have to talk about abortion, but it has to be amongst uh, the other avenues that kids can take. And it has to be totally objective without any value judgment Uh, and without making a bigger deal than it is relative to the other parts of the curriculum. Because, of course, for many people, uh, abortion is the biggest deal that that occurs in sex education, uh, certainly on the negative sense. All right, so now, uh, there is a teacher who aired in sex education graphic videos depicting how abortions are performed during various stages of pregnancy. Narrated by a physician, uh, anti-abortion activist, uh, anti-Levitino, who describes in detail how the procedures destroy fetuses and urges viewers to, quote, protect the unborn. Of course, uh, the school district spokesman uh, Alex uh, Barrios said, uh, uh, no, no. Uh, These were completely inappropriate to show in the classroom against the policies for sex education, the curriculum, and the district is investigating the matter. And including whether the parents were even notified of the teacher's presentation, because it has to be both ways. That if you're going to mention abortion or not mention abortion, uh, parents have to be notified. Okay, fair enough. Teachers received training in October of 2017 on this new curriculum and began presenting the lessons uh, in January. And for the middle school students, abortions are addressed in that portion of the curriculum that's titled What If, which addresses sexual decision-making and the ending of pregnancy as one option 
certainly adoption as another option and the written policies. Here's how, how it's described. The family life and sex education classes should, and this is a quote, help students understand the biological, the social, the moral, the ethical aspects of human sexuality and shall comply with the requirements of law and administrative regulation. Now, there are those people that uh, would uh, teach sex education, and it would be very quick, the class. Hi, class. It is time for our sex education course. No. All right. Thank you very much for attending the class. We are finished. No, as to everything other than you might get to clap. Uh, You're going to feel, I'm sorry, we have to go on. You might get the clap or other fun uh, venereal STD. You probably, if you abort, will have guilts for the rest of your life. Oh, by the way, this is murder. And the only reason that you're not going to be arrested is because of this crazy-ass case, Roe v. Wade. All right, so uh, who weighs into this? Because it's not just a teacher being investigated. who will probably be suspended. A conservative law group comes to the defense of this Sutter Middle School teacher. And uh, according to a senior staff attorney for the Pacific Justice Institute, this is the group that came in, uh, we want to make sure she, the teacher, is given a fair process, that she is not punished differently from a teacher who shows a disturbing video like Schindler's List in the history class, for example. So I guess the value judgment in Schindler's List Well, the value judgment in uh, the abortion part of the of the class is you shouldn't do this because this is murder. And it's just like showing Schindler's list in history class. For example, you shouldn't kill six million people, men, women and children. It's the same. Okay, And uh, the organization is concerned that the district might have an eye towards harsher punishment of this teacher based on the unfavorable light cast on abortion in the video she aired. So they are not saying or arguing that this was not in violation of school policy, because there it is. They're not going to argue that the teacher, in fact, was portraying abortion as immoral, as in murder, in total violation of school policy. This is you have to be completely objective about this and make no moral judgment. No, what they're saying very simply is you cannot teach, you cannot teach or treat this teacher differently than anybody else would be who violated procedure. Now, that gets interesting because uh, let's say you've got a teacher who leaves out adoption, for example, just leaves it out. Then uh, the person who promotes abortion as murder should be treated the same way. There are no grays. It's all black and white. So in the end, what's going to happen to this teacher? <sighs> Suspension, probably. That's that's basically it. And say so you can't do that. You can't put your political, you can't put your religious values into a class in total violation of what the rules are. But, 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 but they talk about abortion, and that's immoral. Oh, yeah, but they don't do it with a moral view. They don't do it with a religious fervor like you do. So, 
you know, just another. It's, uh, these cases just keep on going and going. Okay, now uh, you've heard of the uh, Stanford prisoner experiment. Remember that one? I'll I'll explain what it is because this is fun. You've all heard about it. Trust me. And uh, what happened as a result of that? This is KFI. Handle here on a uh, Friday morning. Tomorrow, law day at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana, 9 to 2 o'clock. Some of the big stories uh, that we're covering, uh, the Department of Justice, uh, the Inspector General uh, just issued a report on James Comey. Bad boy. Very bad boy. No political motivation, nothing criminal, but exactly what we've been talking about. Totally inappropriate. Appropriate, uh, And even though he had no political motivations, it was political just down the, just all of it. Jeff Sessions on immigration. I uh, <laughs> uh, cited uh, Romans 13. The Bible tells us to separate families. Hilarious. And then uh, China tariffs kicking in. All right. Now, uh, I'm going to share with you, and this just came out, uh, information about the Stanford prison experiment, which, of course, you don't know what I'm talking about until... I tell you what it was. Then you're going to go, oh, yeah. All right. You had uh, a study up at Stanford and uh, participants, students were assigned to be inmates or guards in a mock prison. And the guards began mistreating the prisoners. Showing how evil people actually are brought out by circumstances. And that innocent people thrown into a situation where they have power over others will begin to abuse that power. And that prison experiment has been included in many, many introductory psychology textbooks. It's often cited. It's a subject of movies, documentaries, books, television shows, congressional testimony. But there's one thing wrong. It's a fraud. It ain't true. It's fake news. As a matter of fact, uh, a new expose uh, based on unpublished recordings of uh, the psychologists who ran the study, an interview with the people there offers convincing evidence that the guards, who were cruel, were coached to be cruel. And that the most memorable moment, a, quote, prisoner started screaming, yelling, I'm burning up inside. That was acting. He said, I took it as a kind of improv class. Wow. All of a sudden, they started looking at all of these other experiments. Right? Just hilarious. For example, social priming. Uh, priming. People who read old-sounding words like nursing homes were more likely to walk slowly, showing that if you sound old, if you use old words, you're walking more slowly and you think slower, and your actions are slower, uh, that's a crock. That's absolutely a complete crock. And there are so many others of these which are absolutely hilarious. And we're talking about studies that were done that uh, presuppose certain activities. Uh, for My favorite one is uh, the old saw saying that money does not necessarily make you happy. How many people have ever heard that? Having a lot of money doesn't mean you're happy. That's a lie. The more money you have, the happier you are. Well, you can't buy happiness. Well, you can. And if you can't buy it, you sure as hell can rent it. 
if you have enough money. See, all of these sort of concepts, I think, are made, I don't know, with a presupposition uh, that uh, you want people to act and feel uh, the way you would like them to do so based on maybe your insecurity. Uh, There's the study for you. People who buy into these studies, which are a complete crock, are doing so because that's kind of the way they want it to go for whatever psychological reason they may have. So maybe the study goes even deeper, saying, let's talk about why you believe this study to be valid, even though it is a complete, utter crock. Oh, interesting. And that leads me right into another topic uh, that I think about all the time. And that is, uh, for example, uh, the president arguing about the deep state, uh, arguing that uh, there are plots against him, uh, arguing there are people that want to overthrow him, literally delegitimize his presidency, argue that he's not president even. Much like folks are, and what percentage of people do you think still believe that Barack Obama was not born in the United States if we did a survey? I think you would be stunned by the number who do. And think that the eight years of his presidency were totally illegitimate. Totally. And I think the point here is if you believe hard enough, if you argue hard enough, then it must be true. Study in point. Stanford uh, uh, experiment, the prison experiment. And therefore, and when it comes incidentally to the president, uttering uh, his conspiracy theories. Uh, That lends a lot of credence. Why? Simply because he's president. Much like the psychological testing that proves a point which is not true at all, how come that's so true? Simply because it was a bunch of psychologists who said it was. By the way, just for your information, I have incontrovertible proof that Barack Obama was born in Kenya. Just letting you know. Coming up, the Trump Foundation lawsuit. Oh, the, fake news. Here's another one. That's simply part of the plot to delegitimize Trump, his family, and everyone and everything around him. We'll do that when we come back. KFI AM 640. KFI handle here. Uh, a busy Friday. Uh, did you uh, notice or did you pay attention to the Fox and Friends interview with uh, the president this morning? Wide-ranging interview. Just walked outside the White House and uh, to Steve Ducey on Fox and Friends, gave him an interview, and it was oh, just a touch sycophantic. Uh, Steve Ducey just throws him a softball. Uh, Mr. President, you promised uh, that for every regulation that uh, you pass, there would be two that would be removed. And he said, uh, I did a lot more than that. Try 22 removed for every regulation we pass. And Ducey, of course, comes back with his hard-hitting, wow, really? Wow. Not quite, but damn close to that. That's why uh, Fox and Friends and the president get along so much. Also, tomorrow morning is Law Day from 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum. 100 legal experts uh, in 28 areas of the law. I'll broadcast from 9 to 11, uh, free seminar and prizes throughout the day. You ready for this? Grand prize, a Sunlux 5-kilowatt solar system. 
installed 21,000 bucks value. Sony 55 uh, inch Sony TV, iPads, uh, Nest thermostats, uh, Google Home Minis. I mean, you know, that's serious stuff. That's tomorrow morning. And uh, where is it tonight? Uh, oh, uh, this morning, 10 o'clock to 2, Gary and Shannon at the Slide Bar in Fullerton for news and brews. Oh, man. Oh, also, it doesn't stop. This is the busiest coming up G-Wiz promotions I have ever seen. Uh, Rebecca Black is going to be on with Conway live tonight at 6 p.m., one of the best singers on the planet. Uh, extraordinary talented woman. It's Friday. Remember that? Oh, who it's could forget? Friday, Friday. Gotta get down Friday. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Only to be beat by it's Saturday. Not quite as good as Monday. Uh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday wasn't bad. Why'd she forget Sunday? I have no idea. Okay, now, uh, here's a bit of news. It's not so much fun, at least for uh, the Trump folks. Uh, the New York Attorney General filed a lawsuit against the Trump Foundation and against Donald Trump and his three eldest kids. Barbara Underwood, who's been the New York Attorney General for a month after Eric Schneiderman resigned in disgrace, described, and this is the lawsuit, described the Trump Foundation as little more than a checkbook that Trump used to promote his business and the presidential campaign. Here's some of the allegations. Then-campaign manager Corey Lewandowski helped to direct the donations to veterans from the Trump Foundation to promote Trump's candidacy. Improper campaign contributions to Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi. Remember, I was a big fan of him. Uh, uh, she was a big fan of Donald Trump. The foundation's board of directors, uh, which is part and parcel of being a, a foundation, a nonprofit. You have to have a board of directors, and they have to meet every year. And there has to be some real business conducted. They haven't met since 1999. And that the foundation itself promoted Trump properties. This is a nonprofit charitable foundation is being accused of promoting Trump properties. Now, these are all accusations. Of course, uh, the president says none of this is true. And uh, he is saying that this is all part of uh, the attack on him. It it seems everybody wants to attack the president. I'm going to do coming up. Uh, after uh, Handle on the News Late Edition, which is a super segment, I'm going to talk about how Donald Trump uses his reaction to all of this to simply not only to promote the Trump brand and uh, his presidency and Donald Trump in general, but how to undermine any and all attacks. This one, for example, uh, this lawsuit by the New York Attorney General Uh, is a case in point. It's fake. It's simply made up to attack Donald Trump and his three uh, eldest children. Underwood, the attorney general, suing to dissolve the Trump Foundation, period. Asking the court to bar Trump from serving on any New York nonprofit organization for 10 years. A one-year ban for his three kids, Don Jr., Ivanka, Eric, Also seeking $2.8 million in restitution and additional penalties and referrals were sent to the IRS and the Federal Election Commission for other possible violations of federal law. Of course, Trump blasted the lawsuit on Twitter, calling it ridiculous, uh, vowing not to settle. Now, every time he's vowed not to settle, guess what he's done? He settled. 
Remember the accusation uh, for fraud with the Trump University? I will never settle. I will never settle. Well, here's a $25 million check. Okay, but uh, it's I will never settle. Uh, and another allegation, again, these are allegations, uh, Alan Weisselberg, a Trump uh, employee, an organization employee, and the person who is listed as the treasurer of the Trump Foundation, uh, he was investigated and he said, I didn't even know I was a member of the board. Really? Well, that's news to me. And here are a couple of the uh, more serious allegations. January 20, uh, 2016, right before the Iowa caucus, uh, the president, then the candidate, threw a fundraiser for veterans instead of going to a primary debate. And the fundraiser raised $5.6 million with $2.8 million going directly to the Donald Trump Foundation. Now, keep in mind, this was for veterans, and $2.8 million, half it went to the Donald Trump Foundation. Okay, I mean, that's half sketchy unless the Trump Foundation then used it to help the veterans. Then it's, I mean, technically a violation, but uh, no, it wouldn't even be a violation at all, because helping the veterans, you can do it through any number of organizations. Now, uh, emails and other evidence showed Lewandowski dictating the timing and the amount of donations to various groups and other points of the campaign with the goal of promoting the, the Trump and his candidacy directly, not helping veterans. That's the accusation. And it is, uh, it's accusation after accusation. Uh, for example, here's one. Uh, is uh, that uh, there was uh, a D.C. Preservation League annual gala uh, for an ad. And so the foundation paid uh, $5,000 in 2013, well before he was a campaign uh, and a, a, uh, well before he announced his candidacy. We go back to 2013, and there's this D.C. Preservation League, and they have an annual gala. And uh, the foundation buys an ad five grand okay now uh dc preservation league is a charitable foundation in and of itself so the ad you would think from the trump foundation would be for the trump foundation right uh no it was an ad for a trump hotel that's the kind of accusations we're talking about with the lawsuit now again i don't know I haven't read it. I don't know how much of it's true. It's going to take uh, a jury to figure this out, if it's true or not. My guess is going to be a settlement. So this thing goes away very, very quickly. Uh, But the point of this is all of these allegations, lawsuits, are part of undermining the, the Trump presidency. None of this can be true. Not a word. It's a conspiracy. And that's what I want to talk about at 9 o'clock. In the meantime... Uh, coming up, uh, a conversation with uh, Leo Laporte, and the topic is the E3 convention. Big news for someone I know. KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640 handle here, and it is time for a Leo Laporte segment. Leo heard every Saturday and Sunday, 11 to 2, right here on KFI. Uh, Leo, 
something my daughter, this near and dear to my daughter Pamela, <laughs> and the E3 show and yes. um, or convention. And yeah, uh, you course- can impress her if you ask her what does E3 stand for, and she'll go. I don't know. Oh, she'll it's, know. What is this? What does it well, stand for? Well, I think it's long lost in the dim mists of time. It was founded by a friend of mine. Actually, it was the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Okay. Going back maybe fifteen years, but now it just stands for one thing: games, games, games. Yeah, and my daughter is there, of course, because you know she's a gamer. Uh, Did you? Does she? Where is she? She plays Over Overwatch. I forgot what uh, she plays. She plays. Uh, I have now. Now she's super Warframe and uh, all the kids now are playing Fortnite. Does she play Fortnite? I, I you know, I don't know. Uh, I should go in there and ask her because the only thing that happens, I, I check in because I don't see her for <laughs> days at a time, and I'll walk into a room and I go, "Hey, you know, you okay?" She goes, "Say hi to the internet, Dad." Hi. Yesterday. That's oh, it. She's Conversa- streaming. Yeah, conversation over. So. Microsoft has a new streaming platform. Twitch is the big one. That's probably what yeah, she's, she's on. Yeah, she's on Twitch. And I, well, just... and I might as well plug her. It's uh, Pretty Poison uh, 105 at Twitch. Nice. Twitch.tv. And what makes her show doing well, and it's really growing, she is as depraved and as dark as I am. Take me and uh, square it, and that's Pamela. She's following Dad's footsteps, just in a more modern uh, kind of a thing. Yeah. And That's really awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. My wife loves so it. Yes- she hears her screaming. Go ahead. Yesterday uh, at the, she probably knows about this, but the yesterday at the E3 Expo, there, Microsoft has a new channel to compete with uh, Twitch. It's called Mixer. And they streamed the big Fortnite Pro-Am Challenge. Thousands of people uh, at the stadium uh, watching... <laughs> professional gamers who are exactly what you would think they look like that's what they look like a lot of time in the basement not a lot of time in the sun in fact one of the uh, hosts said how's it feel playing outside <laughs> i said well i don't know what that fireball is but it's burning uh but they but here's the thing they gave away three million dollars to charity the winning team won one million dollars for the charity of their choice one million dollars and these guys signed up as opposed to for themselves yeah, that's the funny thing. They didn't get to keep it. But, you know, they get a lot of uh, points because they're, it was, you know, Fortnite's fun to watch. I don't know if you ever get a chance to watch Fortnite. The idea is a, it's what they call a battle royale, and it really is the top game right now. A hundred players parachute in from a bus onto an island, and then they, uh, they try to kill each other. There's mm. weapons and material on the island. You can build forts. They try to kill each other, and what happens is there's a storm coming in it slowly squeezes them together on the island otherwise because the island's pretty big you wouldn't ever you know you can just hide out so it squeezes them together so the game takes about half an hour it's brutal and whoever survives one person wins everybody else is dead so a game like this uh and there's obviously a lot of moving pieces and a lot of alternatives and a lot of ways it can end uh how big a deal is it to actually develop uh a game of uh, this level Major motion picture. We're talking. Oh, I got to close this. I got my. I got your. Got pretty poison. One hundred three. She's hot. Uh, she's it's... a slob. Because <laughs> she's pretty poison. One hundred five. You have. Oh, the wrong, oh I was looking. At, I was looking at one hundred five. Yeah, as three. soon as, as, oh. soon as you said one hundred three, I go. No, no, that's no, not that's her. The yeah. wrong one. One hundred five. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'll go up two two notches. Yeah, she's not uh, there. Obviously, about... she's at the game. Right. She's at the convention. It's about the cost of a major motion picture. Uh, $100 million, as much as. Jeez. Takes sometimes three to five years to develop a, a major A-list title. 
Um, the game like Fortnite came out of nowhere because it's free. Get that free. But get this. How do they monetize it? They monetize it by selling costumes. Not even weapons. Not even stuff you can use, but digital goods. And you might say, well, how much could they make? On, on, they're on iOS as well as uh, PCs. They're on, they're on uh, PCs, Macs. They're coming to Android. They're on iOS. On iOS alone, they make $1.5 million a day in digital goods. A day. A day. So a day. this thing, and if they're good for, uh, what, th- how, how, how long three is months. a game? Three months they'll make back their cost. I know. But how, how long no, this, is a good game last? Uh, that's about 20 minutes, half an hour, no, maybe No, no, I'm not talking minutes. about that. I'm talking about... Uh, oh, how many in, years? In the, in the oh, it market. could go years. Yeah, yeah it could go years. It's a, so it's a game like this lasts longer than a game where you start, you play through it, and you get to the end. And there are games like that. But more and more, these games are what we call MMORPGs, massively multiplayer online role-playing games. That's what your daughter does. It's what most gamers do. And those games continue on and on because they add more stuff. Uh, they, they create new, you know, Fortnite's have got something called Seasons. So uh, I know, and a season's a few months. So every season they wow. put in new stuff. And that keeps people playing. That's clever as hell. Oh, man, I'm assuming they're business. like the movie business. I'm assuming you can come out, spend $100 million, and you have a complete flop on your hands. Totally hit-driven. Totally hit-driven. So there's a game that was very highly touted, came out a few months ago, called Sea of Thieves. It, they're, they're struggling because it's kind of boring. You're sailing around as a pirate ship looking for treasure, and there's a lot of sailing. And uh, that may come back. They may they may manage to turn it around, but for right now, it's it's a it's a massive, famous flop. It's the... The equivalent of Waterworld for for video games. Wow, crazy! Yeah, right. it's really an interesting business. No, it is. It's uh, it, it is absolutely fascinating. Uh, it, I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, uh, only because uh, you know, I'm 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 old school. I understand terrestrial radio. I uh, do you find this uh, jumping from uh, what we used to do or what we do to that an easy transition? No, it's a very it's a whole new thing, and I watch the kids do this thing. I, people like your daughter. I watch the people who are YouTube stars, and from our J old school point of view, they look amateur, hopelessly amateurish. But they're for what they're doing, they're superstars. They're bigger than anybody. They're bigger than the TV stars these days. If you ever right go on. to VidCon, you know about VidCon. Yeah, you'll see they, they they're mobbed. Yeah. And I, you've never heard of them. And so this is this is the next generation, Bill. We got to face it. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. No, it's just. I it's, love it that your daughter's doing it. Yeah, That's no, I awesome. do it. It's like uh, watching an airplane in 1903, going, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> All right, I got buggy whips for sale. Damn buggy right. whips here. All right, uh, Leo. Thanks. We'll talk again next week. Uh, all right, Bill. Uh, KFI. Let's check in with uh, Jennifer. Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. You are the scum of humanity. And now, here's Bill Handel. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, Friday, June 15th. Uh, My God, we're full, aren't we? So much going on. Big stories. Uh, James Comey, the Department of Justice, uh, the Inspector General just said bad boy to James Comey. Comey Slapped him on the wrist. Bad. Bad boy. China tariffs are kicking in. Uh, Gary and Shannon are at the slide. Uh, Gary and Shannon are at the slide bar in Fullerton. News and brews from ten to two. Uh, Tim Conway Jr. tonight. Uh, Rebecca Black. It's Friday, Friday. Six o'clock. Apparently, Brett Bender is a Rebecca Black freak. Of course, he is. <laughs> which is why he got tossed off this show. Stop okay, uh, coming also tomorrow. It's uh, Law Day. 
9 to 2 o'clock at uh, the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Uh, over 100 legal experts from Handle on the Law. Free legal advice in 28 areas of the law. Uh, the Handle Show, uh, legal uh, handle on the law uh, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Free seminars, prizes throughout the day, including the grand prize, a Sunlux 5-kilowatt solar system installed, $21,000 value. I mean, that Sunlux really came to the table this time around. So just go to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day, and it's tomorrow at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana starting at 9 o'clock. Okay, now. Why don't we start handle on the news late edition? Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, uh, not Aaron Bender, and uh, me. Stop it! Oh come on! I see you. No, no, you started it. You started it because he I loves just, Rebecca Black. I just then took it to the next level, which was unnecessary. Certainly, and we have just left it at Bender loves Rebecca. You Black. built a ranch style house. Handle added three floors to it. <laughs> Lead story. Please don't call me weasel. I might break down and cry. All right. Uh, yesterday, the inspector general issues a 500-page report uh, talking, uh, well, all of it. Uh, in, in the report, he, of course, he nails uh, James Comey. But in the report, uh, it talks about two FBI employees expressing the desire to stop Trump from being becoming president. These two employees are, they were stooping each other too. And they uh, had the, this email exchange. And as soon as it was found out, they got canned. I mean, they were thrown out of there. And uh, the president is saying, you see, this is the deep state. That's tr- the FBI is trying to undermine my presidency. The entire FBI, even if it was two people, who went back and forth, and as soon as it was discovered, got tossed. It doesn't help that the agent in this uh, love duo between the attorney and the agent, Peter Sturzik, did work briefly on the Mueller investigation. Oh. I mean, he got he got except into two, that. Except the two were not connected at all. Mueller and him, I think it was a question of timing, uh, that there was an investigation. He left, and I think before Mueller in fact, uh, was assigned to the investigation, if if I'm right about the timing. Well, Hillary Clinton got a little snarky on Twitter. Hillary, will you ever... Yeah, and rightly so. Absolutely. James Comey is nailing her for using personal emails while he's using his personal email to nail her for using personal emails. And she just wrote, but my emails <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, a little irony there. So she's a happy camper, to say the least. Well, uh, earlier today, we announced big tariffs on China, and China has announced big tariffs on us. China. Yeah. I mean, we kind of thought this was coming, oh, it was and definitely coming, President Trump followed through on absolutely. his threat to crack down yeah. on China because they do a lot of nefarious yeah. stuff. As uh, the president says, 25% tariff right. on, on aluminum. Uh, a bunch of goods. Uh, oh, actually, not on aluminum. It was a bunch of products. I think uh, it was high-tech products Anything from that, China. This is the quote. Anything that contains industrially significant, uh, significant technologies. Which, interestingly enough... China stole from the United States right. and is now manufacturing and selling back to the United States. I can see where the president is rightly uh, defending the United States and how pissed off we are. But there's two issues going on here. One in which I think the president is dead on and one in which I think he's totally off base. Uh, the one in which he's dead on is China is, in fact, stealing our 
uh, all of our technology as often they can. Trademark violations, uh, knocking off everything we do, intellectual property protection, all of it gone. They steal things like crazy. Uh, I mean, they're a bunch of hazers is uh, what the Chinese are. And... So oh. that one, the president is right. Actually, they're a bunch sour of sour sh- yeah, yeah, they're a bunch of schnorers too. You have to look that up. Oh boy. Okay, now I need a dictionary. To you work do. With you do. Yiddish. They're, English. they're bad. Yeah, yeah English <laughs> uh, Yiddish dictionary. Now the other one is uh, the president is all pissed off about the 375 billion deficit in goods trade with China. But here's the problem: is the reason we buy from China is they're able to produce high quality products at a cheaper price. Uh, what does he want? Uh, that's simply the way it works. That's what we buy. We buy at Walmart because you can get goods at a cheaper price than buying down the street at a mom and pop, for example, clothing store. Well, that's terrible. We have to make you shop at a clothing store. Uh, it doesn't work that way. So anyway, on that one, he's wrong. Well, the U.N. says we're wrong. And they say, in fact, it's illegal to take migrant kids from their parents. Yeah. The I get so tired of the U.N., so tired. In the meantime, when's the last time they nailed uh, Nigeria, for example, for civil rights uh, violations, right? Uh, they, they don't make a lot of noise when, for example, genocide is happening. But the United States separating kids from their parents, there it is, a horse. The General Assembly of, of uh, the United Nations hates the United States. Two countries that are hated universally around the world. One is the United States because we're the big gorilla and we try to cram our philosophy of democracy down everybody's throat. Not necessarily trying to take over the countries like Iran wants to take over all of the Middle East. We just want countries to talk, feel, and act like us. Right? Our idea of democracy. And, of course, Israel. The oppressors of all time and Israel should not even exist. So those are the two countries that get nailed constantly. Now, the good news in the Security Council, we have veto power. So you can have all the anti-American, anti-Israeli resolutions you want. They all get vetoed. All of them. In the General Assembly, which thank good has no, thank God has no power. It's all symbolic. All right. Who hates Israel? Uh, I do. No, no, I do. No, no. We do over here. They're all screaming. How about the United States? Oh, we hate the United States too. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's like a convention. It's like a presidential convention. Right, a nomination where people are screaming, uh, Mississippi, we all go for, insert name of candidate here. So in that case, for example, Ghana, we all hate the United States. You know how to get dead silence in the chamber, in the General Assembly? Ask them who they hate more, Israel or the United States. It goes dead quiet as no, they you, think no, of it. They have to no, think about you, it. No, they don't. They just start flipping coins. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, so the United Nations Human Rights Office says uh, that the United States is violating uh, international law and urges an immediate halt to the practice. Except, let's say they are. I don't think they are. Let's say they are. But they're following our own law. But the separation still, is but happening because of judicial rulings in this country. But that's still in violation. Of, uh, of international law. For example, which is not in violation of international law, is forcing uh, folks in a country to follow the national religion. And if you don't, you die. Okay? That is following national law. Okay? 
Okay, let's just move on. And the United Nations, of course, will not say that's one's okay as long as it's not the United States. Yeah. Hey, a little closer to home, Santa Ana was the first city in Orange County, and I think it's still the only city, that set up a legal aid fund for uh, illegal aliens who are being deported, and they're being asked to do it again in this year's budget. I pity the poor. And to to bump up the amount of money. Yeah, now as offensive as that as offensive as that sound, a governmental entity supporting people who have violated federal law to help them circumvent, circumvent federal law, which it's, I'm astounded by that. The only good news is uh, if you look at the numbers, $65,000 last year, and if you uh, add that into the number of people who actually needed the help, undocumented immigrants, it was about a buck and a quarter per illegal alien. And now they want to add a ton more. Uh, they want to. It was the city kicked in sixty five. They yeah. got a one time grant from uh, an institute of justice in New York. So that's one hundred and sixty five total. And now these immigrants rights groups want them to go up to about three hundred thousand for hey, this year's budget. I find it fascinating that a city would do that. In terms of deportation, illegal aliens, the federal government is following the law. For the most part. I mean, they'll make a mistake here and there. But deporting illegal aliens is something that the the law calls for. And so the feds say, this is what we're doing. Now, should they have an attorney? Well, it's usually an administrative policy. I'm curious on this one. If they're being tried for illegally entering the United States federally, do they get an attorney? Absolutely. Okay. So this is for people that are administratively. Yeah, the agency actions to deport them. They're not being charged with a crime. You guys, I'm following some breaking news. CNN is reporting a judge has sent Paul Manafort to jail pending his trial. And I just followed up on USA Today. A federal judge today ordered former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort to jail to await separate trials on money laundering Mm. and fraud charges following allegations he tried to obstruct justice uh, the during the Russia inquiry while he was on house arrest. Now, is he going to be given time uh, to surrender or the judge uh, put him in handcuffs and dragged him away? I haven't seen any footage of oh, that. That's a or good anything. question. Did he remand him immediately? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll, usually I'll with a bail revocation like that, usually it's an immediate remand right from the courtroom. But they'll, they'll get more information because yeah. he, he either is being processed right now or a deadline was set. All right, L.A. County has been given the go-ahead to sue opioid manufacturers for allegedly false advertising. Alleged. Oh, there's not much alleged here. No. You know what? I'll go ahead and say they have and uh, take a risk of a lawsuit. Although, what is the... What's the false advertising? Not withholding how addictive the yeah. medications yes. no. are? Going I, beyond that and saying it is not addictive and saying it long-term use of opioids actually is a good way to manage pain. This is going to get interesting because, in fact, uh, in a lot of cases, it is. What a good way to manage pain, but not yeah. across the board. I mean, they did this. No, universally. not across the board, but they did in this some cases. So th- this is going to get into medical arguments. Oh, of I think. course. And since the lawsuit is going against um, uh, Purdue Pharmacy, Johnson Johnson, Janssen Pharmaceutical, Activist Pharmaceuticals, you think there's going to be a little bit of a defense here? They may actually have more money uh, than, the, than government. the government entities that are <laughs> suing them. They might. 
you ride the roller coaster for the thrills, but uh, I don't know if you want your roller coaster to be this thrilling. I've always been afraid whenever riding roller coasters are going to derail. And I'm going to go flying someplace at exactly the moment that has the greatest uh, centrifugal force. That I'm going to go hundreds of feet. Well, uh, on the Daytona Beach Boardwalk, they have this coaster called the Sandblaster, and uh, it derailed. And two people the were front, tossed. Yeah, I think the front car totally derailed. Oh. The middle car was partially derailed. The back car did stay on the track, so the whole thing's dangling down. And two people fell down yeah. to the ground 34 feet. Right. I'm assuming on concrete, which is uh, no fun. Maybe, hopefully it was grass. Hopefully. No, I think it's I think if it's, it's concrete. If it's concrete, there. and they're not telling us or blacktop, but it's if they're, not. If they're and they're not saying what condition they're in, mats. but it's not going to be really good no matter what. But if they're belted in, how do you get? And, and the train itself, the car does not fly off uh, the track. This one it was just dangling. How do you get tossed? Does the seatbelt break? I don't know if it was. The I don't know if it has seatbelts or it has or that bar. The bar. The and maybe bar the that bar comes down and you and now you're upside down and you. Yeah, but the bar slip right through. Well, this is a weird one. There have been all these mysterious explosions. It looks like maybe devices all around Pennsylvania. Tiny explosions. Tiny was this guy who was just cutting the grass on Thursday, yesterday afternoon. Apparently, something boom, he hits it, it blows up, leaves a two foot crater in the ground. There have been three dozen explosions like this over the past couple of months. People are just being told, don't walk on uncut grass on the side of the road. Don't mow your lawn in case there could be other explosive devices. Yeah, really I mean, weird. And uh, they're describing, uh, the police are describing uh, major explosions. Buildings are shaking, ceiling tiles are moving, windows are rattling, and no one's been hurt. And they're right on top of it. It's lawn- lawnmowers are right on top of it. Yeah. And it, huge explosions and no one's hurt. Really weird. It is very strange. This is not strange. This is might be the smartest thing the state ever does if they do it. Uh, a move is afoot to get rid of daylight savings time. Oh, the times they are and it's coming from Sacramento. Yeah, it's a little complicated, though. Uh, it's we very have, complicated. Yeah, the feds have to get involved. The yeah. state has to. Two-thirds vote. So it requires a second bill. But... Uh, it's uh, actually daylight saving times came in in 1949. So before that, there wasn't any. And I did a little poll on Twitter this morning, and everybody except for a guy who lives in Australia said, "Please change daylight saving time. Get away. Get rid yeah. of it." Yeah, it doesn't. Funny. When you think about it in this day and age, oh, here's one. Kind of a cool one. Yeah. Stephen Hawking is going to be interred at Westminster Abbey today, and then his voice will be beamed into space. Now, here's, here's the problem with that. I mean, I think it's a great idea. I'm a big fan of Stephen Hawking. Everything that you do in terms of radio waves gets beamed into space. True. So the last conversation you had ordering a pizza gets beamed into space. So there we are. The aliens are now looking at this and they're hearing me say, uh, pan pizza with sausage, please. Which I had last night, by the way. So, uh, oh, but the music, it's being uh, connected with uh, music that was written by the Greek composer Vangelis. 
who wrote Chariots of Fire, which is one of the neatest pieces of music Agreed. I have ever heard in my life. It is breathtaking. It's so good. By the way, this total side note, but did you know that Ted Cruz and Jimmy Kimmel are having a basketball game this weekend that was based off of their bet, I guess, on the uh, NC uh, or the, the NBA championship? The only reason I tell you this is because Ted Cruz has put out a video of himself and his mad basketball skills that set two chariots of fire. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> nice. Uh, IQ scores have been dropping over the last few decades, but uh, I'm too dumb to know why. Uh-huh. Everyone in this room is now dumber. And, and they're trying to figure out why. I mean, the, the, the evidence, the empirical evidence shows IQs dropping. So there doesn't seem to be a problem with that. That is question is why? And uh, it, all kinds of theories, uh, environmental uh, factors, uh, education system getting worse, media environment, nutrition, reading less, uh, certainly uh, being online a lot more, uh, one of, listening to uh, talk radio, <laughs> hopefully a lot. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that's bringing the IQs down? Yeah, no, I love it. The more, yes, because it makes us able to fool you <laughs> see it's part of the deep state see we oh. want we want you to we Man, want to be able got to convince alex you of jones any. so if this went from handle to alex I jones know. in a split second right really fast can we skip to number 14 and by a show of hands who's had sex at work uh who's gonna admit having sex at work <laughs> by a show of hands Give me a work, 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 work. you're gonna admit it Yep, sure. You had sex at work. And, you had sex not, at work. I'm not, not with a coworker, ah, however. But I'm, and I'm not talking about by yourself. Wayne. No. Really? In fact, who in, are you pointing you at? You know what? What the hell? Uh, in what is now the uh, Gary and Shannon show office. <gasps> you had sex with somebody in the Gary and Shannon show office. It wasn't their show office at the time. Wow. But, I, w- oh. With a man? No. No, a woman. With I'm a sorry. Woman. Wait, with but not woman. somebody who worked here. It was not somebody who worked here. What? It was my girlfriend at the time. It was the UPS guy? But still, Did you just Wayne. hear me say it was my girlfriend at the time? I think you're protesting too much that it was a, it was female. You want it to be a guy? Is I that your problem? I want Yes. Okay. Is that because John Thomas is coming in in three minutes and you your thoughts are turning to how much you love him? Actually, uh, I'm. we're talking to him by phone. Because he's on his same way, point. He's, he's on his way to Atl- same he's on point, his way to Atlanta. Technology. Okay, well, I it, if it ever happened to me, I'm sure it's nobody not. else is going to admit it. No, well, none somebody, of us have done it. Based on the excuse me, this says about twenty percent of people have done it, and I count one, two, three, four, five, six people here. Right, so we're lying. just under twenty percent. No, on. heavy petting, but never. Oh, you, sex. you too. Heavy petting, but never you too. Sex. I, I don't know. No. That's not sex. Just and you know what isn't sex? Talk to Bill Clinton. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Wayne, okay. this is the best way to end handle on the news it in is. a long time. Very exciting. Okay. Wow. Uh, why not? All right. Uh, coming up, uh, conspiracy theories of Donald Trump and others. Uh, why they're brilliant. And why we have such a hard time now believing the institutions of government. And why the sole truth-sayer of America has become Alex Jones. I'm going to go through all of that in just a moment. KFI AM 640. KFI Handle here. 
on a uh, Friday morning, uh, and so much uh, is uh, uh, so much is with us news-wise. That didn't, boy, was that awkward, huh? Uh, James Comey, the Department of Justice Inspector General, announced that James Comey was a bad boy. Uh, no criminal intent, certainly no political intent, although he did nothing but politics with everything he did. Jeff Sessions, I love this. Uh, he is defending the separation of uh, families by quoting the Bible. God wants the family separated. Read Romans 13, where uh, it's following the law. That's what the Bible tells us to do. China tariffs kick in. And tomorrow, uh, Law Day from 9 to 2 at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts from HandleOnTheLaw.com. Free legal advice in 28 areas of the law. Free seminars. Dynamite prizes. The best we've ever had. Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day. The Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Tomorrow, Law Day. All right. Uh, In... uh, Talking about uh, Donald Trump and how he has changed the presidency, he has also been able to change the Americans or many Americans' view on virtually every governmental institution other than the presidency. And it is by making outrageous claims. And if you make enough of them for a prolonged period of time, you tend to believe it. Right? That's the definition of propaganda, or one of the definitions. Say it enough, say it loud enough, say it enough times, and it becomes true. Now, as I'm reading through the uh, some of the, the comments that the president made, I'm, I, there's been so many, I'm just absolutely stunned. As a candidate, the president claimed that the United States government had known in advance about the September 11 attacks. Huh? No. Say it's not true. He hinted that Antonin Scalia had been murdered. And, of course, uh, one of his most famous one that for years he pushed uh, the Obama born in Kenya theory. He wasn't born in Honolulu. This That's a lie. And uh, last week... Uh, new, certainly unconfirmed, uh, unconfirmed accusations uh, that a deep criminal, a criminal deep state within Obama's government planted a spy deep inside his presidential campaign to help Hillary Clinton. Well, the FBI did send an informant in to find out whether or not there was uh, any kind of truth to the accusation, the investigation that was going on between what was happening with Russia and the United States. Of course, that's a lie, too. Russia never meddled. Just ask the president. And so all of these statements are, in fact, eroding uh, our belief in the FBI, in Congress, Department of Justice, uh, that they are all un-American and they're all in conspiracy to overthrow the presidency uh, of uh, Donald Trump, or at least delegitimize his presidency. And the problem with this is, as crazy as it sounds, uh, Obama born in uh, in Kenya, right? 
And then afterwards, when it, just proof after proof, it was hilarious. This uh, press conference is, I'm putting an end to it right now. Hillary Clinton was the one that said she started it. I'm ending it. And you go, wait a minute. That's reality? I mean, it's it's black is white, square is round when it comes to this administration. And the problem is enough is being said, right? Uh, and it's being said often enough uh, that it's, uh, it's, it's tough. And it's the president who is saying this. And it's people who are fanatic about the president. And if the pre- people just believe it, certainly his base absolutely believes it. Doesn't matter what the president said. If the president said Martians came down yesterday and he had a meeting with Martians in the Oval Office, absolutely. No question about it. Why not? Scary stuff. It really is. And what I think it does is undermine, well, I'm not going to say it undermines the office of the presidency. I don't think so. What it does is undermine, uh, I think, this president. And the shame of it is it's a president who is, in fact, making those statements. Okay. Oh, uh, Congress, of course, right? Uh, Except for the few Republican congressmen who back him up. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to spend a little time talking about just that. I've got to ask questions of John Thomas, uh, who will be with us for the Thomas Guide. KFI, and let's check in with Jennifer Jones Lee. Time for the Thomas Guide to all things political. John Thomas on The Bill Handel Show. I had a very good meeting with the G7. And I left the meeting, and I'll be honest, uh, we are being taken advantage of by virtually every one of those countries, very, very seriously. Uh, KFI, time for John Thomas with the Thomas Guide. And uh, John, I know you're on your way to uh, Atlanta to do a bunch of stuff for CNN, so thanks uh, for taking a few minutes to talk to us. God, am I so sycophantic? Would you ever thought I'd say that, John? No, uh, it's great. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, uh, what I want to do is spend uh, one segment talking about not not the uh, the summit or the pardons because that gives us plenty of time. But that's uh, but what happened earlier this week with uh, Mark Sanford, South Carolina representative, who's been in Congress uh, already a couple of terms, former governor. He lost his congressional race. Uh, after Trump tweeted his support for his opponent, uh, Katie Arrington. And uh, the big takeaway in the stories were that Trump solidifies control of the GOP. Uh, was this, did you sort of know this was going to happen? So this, I'm so glad you asked about this because the media got it so wrong about this race. The reason Trump, yeah, everybody was... Uh, scratching their heads going, does Trump really think he can affect the race three hours before the polls close when he weighed in uh, against Sanford and for uh, Sanford's opponent? And and here's what happened. Trump stopped polling uh, multiple credible polls the day of the election that made it clear that Sanford was smoked. So what Trump did was he tweeted so that he could take credit for Sanford's loss and basically saying, don't, you know, sending a flare out going, don't double cross me, because if you if you go against me, you're going to lose. When in fact, that had nothing to do with why Sanford lost. It had everything to do with the mechanics 
of the race. Sanford ran a terrible race from start to finish. He was lazy. He dialed it in, and his opponent wanted it more badly than he did. All right, but uh, let me go beyond that. It's not just uh, the tweet supporting uh, Katie Arrington. Uh, it's the fa- the very fact that Sanford hates Trump and almost has uh, run his entire congressional career anti-Trump ever since Trump started uh, running for office as an anti-Trumpist. Is that in and of itself going to kill any Republican who takes that position? Yeah, it likely will in, in most districts in America for, for a couple of reasons. First of all, if you pick a fight with the president, you're, you're standing out on an island almost all by yourself financially. And that means that interests that care about what POTUS thinks are not going to give you, little Congress member or, or Senate candidate, money. So you're not going to raise the money that you need, number one. Number two, the top-notch consultants are probably not going to work with you because they don't want to get on the bad side of the White House because there's a lot more money related to projects that the president supports than these one-off senators or congresspeople that, that buck the president. So you're really dealing with half a deck. Uh, it's not advisable. Uh, and in areas where the president is truly popular, it's, it's a death sentence. And then furthermore, here's the challenge in our, in our political environment, is that generally, first of all, the Rep- President Trump's approval among Republicans nationwide is is as good as it was for Ronald Reagan at the same point in his presidency. So it's it's pretty rock solid. But but most people don't give a lot of thought to their politics other than are you a never trumper or are you on the train? I mean that's what that's how they look at these things. So it's very easy to explain to voters if you're an anti-Trump guy, that's an easy message to deliver to voters and it's the death nail in a lot of these cases. All right, so I, I am going to move into the politics of pardons. Uh, it's becoming obvious to me, at least, that there are going to be wholesale pardons across the board uh, be, as this thing becomes close. It gets closer and closer to not necessarily Donald Trump, but his inner circle. Uh, assuming that happens, uh, is there any fallout whatsoever, or does uh, the Republicans all buy into the fact this is a witch hunt and I'm just doing this for the good of the country just to get us get this witch hunt over with? That's a great question. I think the White House and their communications team and the GOP have done an effective job at uh, muddying the waters here, so much so that that most Republicans think that the Mueller investigation is biased, uh, and you can pick your poison. Uh, They don't all agree what's biased about it, but they do agree that it's biased. And Trump has been really savvy in his first round of pardons with Martha Stewart and others, where he basically kept hitting on this theme of fairness. They weren't treated fairly. Uh, and, and he's been saying about himself that he's being untreated fairly, that everybody around him has been untreated fairly. So I think the narrative has been set. I don't think it damages him uh, politically to give these pardons. Uh, and you can see, I mean, that essentially looks like what people like Michael Cohen and others are sending up flares, saying they need help because they've run out of financial resources to protect themselves. And so, uh, assuming the president does this, uh, the, the people that hate him hate him anywhere, uh, right. anyway. But I'm talking about the leadership of uh, the Republican Party. Uh, do they sort of just swallow and let it go, uh, knowing that this really isn't the American way? Uh, and it isn't. I mean, John, you can be as pro-Trump as you want, but this is, uh, you know, I mean, do you? I, I assume you have to believe it is a witch hunt from beginning to end, that there's absolutely no evidence. And the conviction and the fact that uh, Michael Flynn 
uh, was he pled guilty and Papadopoulos and all that, that it was just sheer pressure. Uh, does that just go by the wayside? I, th- I think it does largely. I mean, you're going to have a couple uh, members probably speak out about it, that they're concerned. Uh, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of people speaking out uh, against the president on this one. I mean, I just it, that just that's just the nature of it, because a lot of these people that have gotten in trouble are, are caught on process crimes. They're lying to the FBI. Uh, and, and I think a lot of voters out there, certainly on the Republican side, uh, look at it from the standpoint of going, the point of the investigation was to find, see if there was Russian meddling and collusion. Uh, and a lot of these crimes that they're catching people in are failing to report as a lobbyist. Got it. All right, John, I know uh, you're on your way to uh, to Atlanta for all that CNN stuff. Thanks. And we'll talk again next week. All right. Thanks, all right. Bill. Take care. Uh, John Thomas, this is KFI. Let's check in with uh, Jennifer. What? Is this all vegetables? Who ordered all vegetables? This is what you've been cooking for years, and it works. It's Foodie Friday with Neil Saavedra on The Bill Handel Show. All right. Handel here with the Morty crew as we finish up the show before Gary and Shannon, who are at the Slide Bar in Fullerton this morning for a news and brews from 10 to 2. Uh, also, tomorrow's Law Day. And from 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana, 100 legal experts from Handle on the Law, free advice in 28 areas of the law. Uh, there are a couple that you don't have. For example, if you have a river running next to your property and your neighbor and you're trying to figure out water rights, you're not going to have a riparian law attorney. Don't even bother. There'll be free seminars. You'll win prizes throughout the day. I mean, serious prizes. The grand prize, a Sunlux 5-kilowatt solar system installed, $21,000. I'm in. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty impressive. And then a bunch of other prizes. Go to KFIAM640.com, keyword Law Day. And it's tomorrow, Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Law Day. I love how you go uh, 100 legal experts and Bill Handel. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'll be broadcasting. And people start asking me legal questions. No. No. I will not answer legal questions. Do you know how many legal I questions don't come into the station for you? No. I don't even. On, a, on an average day? No, handfuls no and handfuls. Of Seriously? Them. Yeah. People wanting to get a hold of Bill Handel because they have some legal thing going on and we're like, that's just not the way it works. Do, do they understand it's marginal? But marginal free. <laughs> it's it's yeah. KFI for you. Yeah. Yeah. Marginal. That's true. You, hey, for someone who shops at Costco yeah. and sees the lines for samples. Oh, yeah. People like free yeah. stuff. Oh, it's true. It's like it doesn't matter if dog. it's small. Yeah, it's like a dog with rabies. You throw a stake out in the middle of the road, and they just go crazy. People just dive into it. It's like feeding koi fish is what it's like. It's sample time at Costco. Okay. Wow, you net up. You never metaphor you didn't like. Huh? <laughs> so true. Sheesh. All right, Neil. Yes. Uh, a couple things we're going to cover. Uh, we'll do Father's Day probably next segment, uh, but uh, this segment, let's talk about the rules of rinsing your produce. I, I never rinse my produce, ever. That explains a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, doesn't that, it, it, when you rinse the produce, all the flavor is gone. You're rinsing away the flavor. <laughs> no. no. I have no. that wrong? No. <laughs> Unless you like the flavor of dirt and yeah, pesticides, well, <laughs> depending on what you're buying. You're all, that DDT just brings <laughs> in that extra, that extra flavor that I'm yeah. looking for. That's why I, uh, I will not eat tuna without dolphin in it. Yeah, uh, It's just, course. it's that extra flavor. Here, uh, when you break down the different types of things you should be rinsing, uh, produce, yes, is one of them. And but there are there is 
uh, uh, to really get it clean, you'd have to sanitize it. And once you sanitized it, you'd start lose, losing the nutritional value of things and it would break down and it wouldn't be good. So we kind of walk this line to have it as clean as possible. And in the United States, we have some of the cleanest produce on the planet. Um, but there's still issues. You still have some things that slip through there. If you're going to be uh, washing your produce, one of the things to do is to uh, soak it in water. You wash it thoroughly. You soak it in water. Things like apples, tomatoes, lettuce. Uh, soak it in water, then rinse it thoroughly under running water, uh, and that will reduce right, but the just, microorganisms. Uh, just rinsing it. You know, you take a head of lettuce, for mm. example, and just sort of it's rinse be- it. It's best to soak it. The thing is, you want to always rinse in water that's at least 10 degrees cooler than the produce itself because you don't want to warm the yeah once you warm it up you start activating the bacteria even more also there's nothing like warm lettuce to really (laughs) taste good on a sandwich funny is people we've (laughs) talked about cooked lettuce during the e coli outbreak um because you can cook lettuce you can there you can grill lettuce but it depends on the type of lettuce and, and how robust it is otherwise warm lettuce yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah, it's like uh, warm avocado is another thing. Uh, yeah, this doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, but if you're if 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 you're like a Protestant white guy, uh, warm lettuce sandwiches with mayonnaise are everything on white bread. Oh, that'd be rough. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's too much fat. It's sticking to the roof of my mouth, and I'm not even eating it. Rinse your rice now. Rice because of the way that it's uh, you know it floats in the paddy fields, it absorbs actually a lot of arsenic. And it's not a problem if you're eating it every now and again. But if you ate rice daily, if it's a daily part of your diet, you want to rinse it. Yeah, if you're Asian, you know, Filipino or whatever, and they have that rice cooker at oh, yeah, home, it's and it's just 24 hours a day. Yeah, so soaking rice overnight and then rinsing it thoroughly reduces the arsenic by up to half. The, the other issue with this is once you start doing this, you rinse away a lot of the stuff, the good stuff in the rice as well. And... Uh, by about 50 to 70%, your niacin, your iron, your folate, those things go by the wayside as well. Uh, rinse beans and uh, grains. And now this is interesting. You know how um, people with celiacs respond to gluten, right? It's a problem for them. Well, because of the way some of these uh, things are, are uh, grown, beans, grains, they're grown next to or in uh, the same areas as Wheat, barley, rye, they may be rotated as they rotate the crops. So you can have contamination uh, of gluten on things that don't have gluten in them because of those. And so keep that in mind. And lastly, my most favorite one is don't freaking wash your poultry. Don't wash your poultry in the sink. Julia Child taught everybody to do this, so everybody thinks it's the right thing to do. It's not. When you wash uh, meat in the sink, all the bacteria splashes over you, over the sink, over everything, gets over everything. Any bacteria on that piece of meat will be cooked out if you cook it properly in the case of poultry to 165 degrees in the thickest part of the bird. We're going to come back and uh, we'll do Father's Day stuff. Yeah, stuff to grill for Father's Day. Yes. Uh, and uh, first we go to Jennifer Jones Lee. 35 people have been taken to the hospital because of a gas cloud at a swimming pool in San Jose. It was a noxious cloud caused by an improper, improper mixture of chlorine. President Trump says North Korea has already started returning the remains of U.S. troops who disappeared during the Korean War. And a possible link to salmonella is forcing Kellogg's to voluntarily recall honey smacks because of an outbreak in a number of states, including right here in California. We'll take a look at your commute and the 10 next. 
The morning uh, crew. Uh, oh, can I uh, have the thing about uh, uh, tomorrow where I'm going to be emceeing uh, the lawyers and judges Philharmonic? You haven't, you haven't gone there yet, Neil. It's well worth going to. Uh, lawyers what are you and talking judges. about? Uh, I'm uh, emceeing at the wall. No, what are you concert? talking about that I've not been there? Have I you went, been there? Years ago, I went with you. Oh, and you never wanted to go back. You know, I uh, I work on Saturdays. I know. L.A. Lawyers, Phil Harma- uh, Phil Harmonic, and the course. Harmonica? Harmonica, Legal Voices. Uh, and uh, every year, I uh, emcee it, and it's really a tremendous amount of fun. They can't get an attorney? Uh, that's, well, they've got a whole orchestra full of them. So they so they have to get the, the one yeah. last attorney yeah. who can't play an instrument. But I say, the, guy, the, the best attorney we have is the guy that plays bassoon over there. That's who we want. Anyway, uh Contact LALawyersPhil.org, LALawyersPhil.org. I'm in a tuxedo emceeing it, incidentally. Yeah, whoa, you're going to dress like a big boy? Is that what you're telling I, everybody? I actually am, yes. It, w- it was amazing when I went, the time that you f- forgot. Uh, yeah, if you want to go. I mean, but I know you work, and uh, it's a little and have an And have an 18-month-old baby. Yeah, I know, it's tough. And, and when, we go, when I go out with Marjorie, there's a lot of PDA, and <laughs> it just yeah. makes it awkward. I get that. Okay. Uh, let's finish it up. Uh, the Fork Report with Neil Saavedra. It's Father's Day on Sunday. Rule number one, do not go to a restaurant. Dads want to grill. Dads want to be out. You know, this is the a time to be cooking. It's not going to be a real hot weekend, but it's going to be a beautiful weekend. And it'll be a little cooler, perfect for grilling because you're standing in front of an 800-degree oven. Uh, but get out there. Try something different or experiment with like a tri-tip. Tri-tip will feed a lot of people if you're having people over. Uh, a simple rub on there, easy peasy. Maybe try something like uh, salmon. Salmon is great on the grill. And a, a really simple trick, all you need is Dijon mustard. Put some Grey Poupon on it and throw it on the grill. How It'll do you be keep, delicious. How do you keep it from falling apart as it's grilling and you're picking it up with a spatula? Well, it uh, really that deals with the heat. You want to make sure that you have proper heat on there, and, and that way it won't stick. Um, you can oil it down beforehand as well, just not too much because you don't want it to flare up. Um, all those things are important, letting it cook properly. Uh, when you're dealing with salmon, you're looking at about five minutes per inch per side. So one inch... A uh, piece of salmon is going to be about five minutes on one side, maybe about four minutes on the on the other side. Um, and you can uh, you get that nice crispy skin on there, uh, and it's well, really keep, flavorful. If you keep the skin, obviously the, it's not going to fall Especially apart. Especially if you start uh, on that side, and it could be golden. Uh, but it really is a, a treat. Another thing that I'd recommend is uh, pork loin. They've got great pork pork loin at Costco, as a matter of fact. Um, but you could try try something different. If you get a chance, you know, I've been singing the praises of Super King Markets. There's only seven of them here in the Southland. But uh, if you can get to one, they have a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, butcher uh, area. And you go there and you can pick out all kinds of things that maybe you wouldn't, you haven't done before. They'll tell you how to grill them. And experiment a little bit. You can do the standards. Like I said, get a tri-tip on there, pork loin, do your burgers, do your dogs. Uh, if you're cooking hot dogs, uh, give them hash marks. Slash them with a knife. So they don't explode? No. One of the things, actually, that it does is it creates more surface area, more caramelization, okay. more flavor. 
Uh, and the texture is great because it holds in a lot of the condiments and things like that. Really, really w- wonderful. Test, look up things uh, for Memphis style is great on pork. Uh, so you can learn about the different barbecue flavors. Um, Kansas City is also really wonderful. You can try different flavoring and different rubs. Now, which is uh, the rub that's kind of vinegary based, uh, which I've always hated? Uh, so you're not uh, a fan of South Carolina, then? No, the yeah. sweet, sticky, molasses, molasses brown, sugarish, uh, the kind where it literally sticks to your fingers. The and- Carolinas uh, use a lot of mustard base, brown sugar, vinegar, things like that. So that's may, that may be what you are talking about. But, uh, yeah, the different styles all have their different personalities, and they all have their benefits. Right, so what are you going to do? Father's Day coming up, uh, what's Neil Saavedra going to do? I'm definitely going to do a tri-tip because I love doing tri-tip. And I, I had probably, your, I've had your tri-tip. Tip, it's superb. It, it was fun. It's just a really fun thing to cook, and it's big. I'll do some uh, some uh, carne asada. I'll do are you, pork are you, loin. Are you going to do it at your house? Yeah. Thank you so much for the invitation. You're more than welcome to come over. There's no party. I, I re- no, I refuse. It, you, I, if I invite it, myself, it, I refuse to go. This is how comical it is. My wife's a vegetarian. <laughs> My son doesn't eat red meat because he's 18 months. So everything I cook, either I eat or I give to neighbors. Because yep. it, it, there's just, when I'm experimenting, what am I going to do? I think I have invited myself. You're always welcome. <laughs> you don't need an invitation to my freaking house, your family. Okay. Hey, I want to remind people, iHeart Music Festival tickets go on sale today at 10. And this is a great show. So the public uh, can get tickets today at 10. Uh, general on sale and VIP tickets will both be available. But you've got uh, Fleetwood Mac, Leonard oh. Skinner. Leonard, there, are, are they got, still alive? Any of them? Jason Aldean, (laughs) Justin Timberlake, Jack White, Imagine Dragons. It's a a great lineup, uh, but all the Capital One cardholder pre-sale stuff has ended, so now it's general on sale and VIP tickets. Goes up in just, what, two minutes? Yeah, and uh, the event is Friday, September 21st, uh, and Saturday, September 22nd. It is there at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. And for those of you that aren't going to Law Day or, or are in the Long Beach area, uh, there is a Long Beach Firefighters Day at Friedman's Home Experience in Long Beach. Free burgers and dogs and beer and uh, firemen. All right. Can't beat that. So much. Uh, a lot going on this weekend. Father's Day on Sunday. Uh, tomorrow is Law Day at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Also, uh, LA Phil dot, oh, LA Phil, that, whatever it is. Uh, where I'm going to be emceeing at the Disney Music Hall. You can just look that up. Radio uh, Hall of Fame. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah really depressed. Look up the Disney Music Hall, and I that should do it for tomorrow night. And vote for George Norrie oh, and yes. for Ellen K. Right. I think we're coming up on the, on the last days. Right. So and, get in there and do that. Right. Also, uh, Gary and Shannon uh, are in Fullerton at the Slide Bar News and Brews, or Brews and News. And news Easter- and Eat your vegetables. I know. Uh, sit up straight. Right. Uh, go to school. And, it's a Gary, and Gary and Shannon, it's actually news and brews, no Jews, which is different than on the morning show. We're it, done. It might be brews and news <laughs> today because it's Friday. Okay. They're going to be throwing it back. Okay. I'd listen in on hour two. That's when it's going to get raunchy. Okay. You got it. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Uh, Monday, I come back. Well, tomorrow, a modified handle on the law, 9 to 11. If that I'm going to be live. And uh, that's it. I can't think of anything else. Neil, I'll see you on Sunday probably. 5 a.m. 640.